This episode of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast, is brought to you by Amasta Design. Servicing clients domestic and international, Amasta is here to help you through the different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to amastadesign.com. Amasta, spelled A-M-A-S-T-A, design.com. Rolling Press, a Brooklyn Park Slope-based business that can help you print books, magazines, zines, and comics for anyone who wants to start their own thing. Rolling Press, an eco-friendly printing company. Go to www.rollingpress.com. Rolex Creations, formerly Roro Cakes, a boutique paper floor shop creating unique custom-made blooms for your events, weddings, dinner parties, and or office or home decor. Check out Rolex Creations, spelled R-O-L-U-X-E, Creations, on Instagram and on Facebook. Last but not least, Pancake Studios, cuffing your audio recordings, production, mixing, and mastering needs. Pancake Studios, set at the heart of Brooklyn, also happens to be the home of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. And when we started the podcast, Jonathan made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Whether you're a musician, filmmaker, working in media like podcasting, look no further than Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. Ernest Borgnine as the Centurion. And Laurence Olivier <laughs> as Nicodemus <laughs> on NBC's the Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth. A four-part, a four-part miniseries. Was it? I think it was longer. Was it longer? I think it might have been longer. It was. It was over the week of Passion Week back in the day. It when was. We were a, it, it was. They covered because they covered it all. Right. You get. You get the Christmas story. You get. Yeah. You know. It's like yeah, and and why and and again, Ed, why why do I love Jesus of Nazareth? I don't know. Why do you love Jesus of Nazareth? I'm the Christian here. When he's when they march him to Golgotha, Ed, uh-huh. what is he carrying with him? The cross. No. He carries the cross bar. In Jesus of Nazareth, oh, yeah. he's the, tied to right. the cross bar. Right. He doesn't carry a cross because none oh, of yeah, them yeah. ever carried a cross. No, 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 no. Right. Historically. And so basically. When he gets there, they just mount him up. That's yeah, right. exactly. It just wasn't practical because otherwise, you never would have gotten someone up those, <clears throat> you know, you know, dragging something like that. That's what are you saying about the um, the um, what do you what do you call those in the Catholic Church where you have the stations of the cross? Yeah, yeah. And it's always like he's carrying the cross. Yeah, we're talking religion, guys. Again, religion and that's today. Total, totally and completely inconsistent with the historical reality and our show. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. And welcome back to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast governing your fanboy passions. Here in video form, I'm Miguel Alejandro Velez, one of your hosts. And Edward Ng here. And we are here, uh, this is our first video on YouTube, coming to you live from the beautiful Pancake Studios, which is provided by our producer with the most of Jonathan Vergara, who is over camera shot over here. Say, hello to, say hello to the people, John. Camera operator. <laughs> and production assistant. And production assistant. And, and by the way... Uh, location scout. 
Yeah, so uh, if you're wondering whether you're watching an ISIS propaganda video, you're not. Uh, this is our first attempt at. Uh, we are going we are video. broadcasting from downtown Aleppo, though. It's mostly because. What is Aleppo? What is Aleppo? It's mostly because it's cheap. It's cheap, man. You can get it. You want you want to get some? I, I can get you some good good acreage in downtown Aleppo. Because. So I beg you, Jonathan, do not say the words, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> no, not especially the way that John looks. With the way that John looks, this could be. This really could be a problem. Uh, so this is our first foray into uh, video. Into the video it's world. It's a test. We don't know. <laughs> now you get to see our lovely faces. And we have our bottles of water here. Our generic bottles of generic water, because I don't know if you noticed. The yeah. second John came in, he was like, we're going to have bottles of water. And I brought in the, jo and the bottles of water. I, I placed them on the and table immediately. immediately you... ripped off the, because right. we can't. So we are not sponsored by this is whatever. generic water. Right. It's water. It's right. what's inside all your bodies. <laughs> uh, this is my Sir Gawain. Sir Gwen. Sir Gwen, played by the great Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's. Who? Uh, why are we even coming up with that? Is because <laughs> you had been I, watching Excalibur a few days ago. It's been uh, several several years since I've engaged in watching Excalibur. And Excalibur is just one of those movies that uh, I watched in high school. I had an English teacher who introduced it to to, to, oh, to right, my class. Right, you were saying that right. Right, and. You know, and if you're in, in English class, you're bound to watch either Highlander or Excalibur. <laughs> See, or... you told me that. You said right. that your English professor, I was like, Highlander, I'm going like, Excalibur, fine. But the American Dr. education, <laughs> the American educational system has some real problems if they're like, and I love Highlander. But no, Highlander should not be a course in school. Dr. Giovanni and, uh, Dr. Giordano, I'm sorry, Dr. Giordano and Mr. McClarty, uh, God bless you guys uh, for introducing the Arthurian tale in movie form to us. Um, so, but like I said, it was, uh, if, if, if Excalibur. And the music of Queen, apparently. Excalibur, Highlander, and uh, Bernardo Berlucci's uh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Romeo and Juliet, Which yeah, yeah, is yeah, how yeah, I became yeah. a man, because <laughs> Olivia Hussey well, listen, was just uh, Enough, gorgeous. enough about that. <laughs> but we were, yeah, we were, t we were, you'd, you'd been watching Excalibur, um, what would cause that? I'm trying to remember, but you've been watching it, and then we started talking. It was about yeah, it was around the nineties, uh, nineties um, uh, when it was introduced to me, and I'd wow. watched it at some point in the late nineties or probably even the early two thousands. He really doesn't. But it's been but it's been several years, and I decided to watch it again. Um, and you know, this is one of those movies where there's just so many iconic actors. Have been the cast is insane in Excalibur. It really is one of Pat the Pat Stu, Sir Pat Stu is in it. Mm -hmm. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Um, uh, who else can we? Gabriel Byrne. Ga <laughs> Gabriel Byrne. I mean, you know, and that's it's, 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 it's. I must have her. <laughs> it is one of those movies. And now you said you didn't see it until the nineties. It's at some point I was just probably like you know. See, for me, I remember watching it in early in the early 80s when it came out mm. and it was you know like I've told you this before I, I've always said Excalibur is the proto Game of Thrones yeah it is the proto Game yeah. of Thrones because it is it's it was made as I think as a as essentially a reaction to the Star Wars films you can't look at Excalibur and separate it from the 80s and especially from mm -hmm. Star Wars right. but um, 
essentially very much like Game of Thrones. It's like, well, here's the here's the tale everyone knows, knights and sorcery and stuff like that. But we're gonna just grit the f out of it. We're just gonna make sure that you're gonna feel every every hit of the sword, every spurt of blood. Mm, right. It's gonna be you know sexy. It's gonna be this. And we've, as we've said before, the reason half of it is because Borman is crazy. Borman is a is a madman and, and beautifully a madman. I hadn't realized until you brought it up. The the the, the girl that does their dance, uh, Arthur's mother. Arthur's mother in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and you brought up a fourteen year old. She was fourteen at the time. That daughter actress. Of John but Borman. she is the fourteen year old daughter of John Borman. And if you. Uh, John, John, have you ever seen Excalibur? I don't think so. You don't think you've never really? seen the Excalibur? Okay. You need to watch this movie. You because it is one of the great fantasy films of all time. I always put it as the, the 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 fantasy sword and sorcery films of the '80s that are like. Top. Now we're not. Hold here. on, wait, wait, wait. The, right. the top are always Excalibur, Conan the Barbarian, and uh, <laughs> and Beastmaster. Now in Excalibur, Borman has his daughter, right? And there's this whole scene essentially where she does this very erotic dance around this the table full of warriors. <laughs> and it's doing a pretty good impression of what it looks like. And Gabriel Byrne. And Gabriel's like, I must have, I must have her. <laughs> now, the thing is, not only is, is that, again, she does this incredibly sexy dance and it's Borman's daughter. But then he films essentially a rape scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With yeah. Gabriel Byrne. And, and, He's in, in full armor. In his full armor. It's Grabs like, her. Well, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I think just rips off the this part of, of her dress. Yeah, she's starts nude. Like, it's, like, she's nude and everything. You know, yeah, it's 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 assumes to. But but John, here's the thing. Like, if you like Game of Thrones, if you like Game of Thrones, you will love Excalibur. It's the version of it's it's still the best. It's the best version of, of the Arthurian legend. Well, the last we're not going to have that discussion. But years what I was so, going to yeah. say is that while yes, it's a very important movie. Um, for fanboys in general, yeah. right? Um, I have my criticisms about uh, about about the the movie itself. Um, I felt that it has some editing, pacing issues. But again, we're not here to discuss about that. Okay, Black Hat. It is you after all. <laughs> it is me after all. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, but yeah, we started. Th did, did you want to anecdote your, uh, you know, you're sitting in a can and then. Yeah. So we were talking before before we started recording uh, the video of the, of the show. Um, one morning I work overnights. My boss comes in at 7 a.m. He comes in at 7 a.m. on the dot every day. And uh, getting off of work. I have my iPad with me and I'm usually there overnight by myself. So I'm very used to like essentially taking the iPad into the John, reading whatever, you know, as I flush the system. So it's in the morning and I'm ready to go home and that's usually when it's time to, you know, you know, drop some kitties off at the pool. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the can, the boss is outside, I knew he was already arriving and you know, I turn on my iPad and listen to it and I was watching a video with something to do with Excalibur. And it's, I turn on and, the music O Fortuna comes up, which you know that big oh, operatic. And I was like really building, and you know it's a song that really builds. And eventually I remembered, oh wait, I'm not at the job alone anymore. <laughs> and I get right as it's reaching like its crescendo, and I shut up, I was like, oh, because I had it really loud, and I was like, oh my god. Mark, who's the, my boss, I was like, Mark. He must think I'm having the most epic shit of all time in here. Because uh, 
<clears throat> I think if you're taking a shit and O Fortuna plays, um, you might have to pants. Pants might need to be changed. <laughs> pants might. Need to be well, what would have been funny is uh, you flush a toilet, you open a door, and you see him do the. He's doing the. <laughs> he's doing the John Borman daughter dance. <laughs> yeah, uh, we haven't been around at all uh, doing any show. No, since, because uh, uh, Jonathan, our tick, uh, uh, we we right. dropped the 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 tick episode, which, by the way, made a lot of people online very happy. Really, on the superhero hype. Yes. Oh, great. People who all were right. Like, who were like, uh, the, the, shout out to Perfect Cell, superhero hype. Uh, and uh, he I'm was glad all to like, hear that. He he was all like, he was like. A tick show. Well, all right. This is not that. He's <laughs> a big fan. A lot of people. Uh, the show, obviously, the tick is always is this character that a lot of people. And I, I just have to love. say uh, and apologize to Jonathan. I know we didn't give you enough time <laughs> to watch it um, because very often, sometimes we're like, oh, we get, we get, we're going to do this show. And, Plans get uh, screwed up or whatever. They get adjusted. We're going to do it in two days. Yeah, do you have yeah. time to watch it? Yeah. And John right. already is not necessarily like as in tune with all the fanboy stuff as we are. So like, it's a crapshoot. Like sometimes we're like, John, have you seen this thing? It was like, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, then you don't really need to do a like a rewatch or anything. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it is like, John, have you ever even heard of this thing? I've never even heard of this thing. Well, we may need about a week or two to get John up to speed. Now that said, uh, I think, um, Jonathan, you were sick last week, which is one of the reasons why we're doing it today and not last week. Um, uh, you were out with syphilis. <laughs> No, no, no. You had uh, you had an infection, like like a respiratory infection. Is that right? Something, Something like that, right? So, um, but he's fine now. This is every week. He's fine this now. Every time. He's fine now. This guy comes in. This was syphilis. He just drops syphilis. I don't know why. Didn't didn't didn't. But didn't you've run this had before. you've had like, your chance to watch Jessica Jones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's good. So we're okay. all on the same page. We're all on the same page here now. Uh, before we. Uh, get into the meat of the show, which today our our episode. If anyone who clicked on this knows, it's our Jessica Jones spoiler review season two. discussion season for two. season two. Uh, well, there are also some items in the news we want to get to here on um, uh, to be continued a fanboy podcast, which covers your fanboy passions. So if just you, you know a couple of, if you know uh, if you want to just get a couple of what those. Uh, uh, first the on the docket is uh, the uh, something that we should have covered um, earlier, but we didn't get a chance to, is the Infinity <laughs> War tr official trailer. Infin uh, Avengers Infinity War official trailer. Yeah. Um, that dropped, and this is the... W remember, now, remember when it dropped how it was? Like, I had come off of work. It was like 9 a.m., right. and you called me, and you were like... No, you text me something about, I, I'm, I'd in say, tears. I'm in tears. Uh, no, I said, my heart it was just ripped out. I feel like my something, heart just You said something out. like that, right. and I was like, what's going, no, you said, I can't breathe. You said, I can't breathe, and like, I get off of work at 7 a.m., all right? So I get <laughs> home, I just want to go to sleep. This guy's always, you know, oh, something like So yeah, he had, yeah, he had run and so like, I see my phone, I was like, dude, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Alyssa, I'm gonna go to sleep. And immediately, no, 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 I called you back because I thought something was wrong. I thought you were going like, well, no, no, wait, 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 are you okay? Like, yeah, exactly. Okay? I was right. like, is everything all right? What's going on? I was like, yeah, man, I was just like. And for the, for I those got, of you out there who don't realize, the, the Miguel lives just several blocks away from me. Yeah, I so was ready to like within an, sprint within over there. Shot, if something were to happen to me, this man would run to my rescue. Yeah, exactly. So right. I get a text that says, I can't breathe. 
I, I, I don't know, man. I thought it was like your blowfish toxin or something. I don't know, ninjas. Dude, <laughs> the Infinity War trailer just came out. It just dropped. Listen, uh, yes. I'm going to go get some sleep. Yeah, that was me. I was like, I'm just going to. It's out on YouTube right now. Yeah, that's good. All right, all right I'll, I'll catch I'll, on YouTube right later. All right. Now, and then, how many minutes had passed after that? And then I you watched it back. three times before I. I and then I you called back. me back. And then I did call you back, yes. And it's and a great you... trailer. It's a great trailer. Um, that said, um, there's like, going to be some huge things that that are going to occur in this. In obviously, this movie. obviously, the thing the the thing I I most want to take away from that trailer though is this: I believe that the trailer really shows that if you were to take the Russo brothers' first foray into the Marvel universe with Winter Soldier and then Civil War and now this, they already had a very strong visual style, but. Oh my lord! That Infinity War trailer, like the maturity, the level, the use of everything, the from, you know, how they, the shots are planned out, the use of the special effects. The special effects are insanely detailed, very, very, and it's all very strong. And I think this is going to be like again. I'm not saying that what they did before was bad, mm -hmm. but there's definitely an evolution when you look at this trailer and you you watch it and you see just like those. Those creatures dogpiling the the Hulkbuster on. And, and I've it's, said it's I've, I've said in, in in previous shows that I've had I'm I've had reservations skeptical. of it yeah. because I remember Scarlett Johansson. I think she was on Conan or one of those talk shows, and and she says there's going to be forty characters on one screen, and I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to tell a story with that many? Well, okay, what is it, John, John? What is John's joke was? There's just gonna at least be like ten minutes where like Thanos just punches like <laughs> one person in the face and it's gonna be like like guest star, guest star, guest star, guest star, guest star. Um now we do get uh a lot of the combinate the combos of the of, of the yeah, 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 or yeah, the Marvel the yes, cinematic yes. universe. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy, they're hanging out with Tony, which by the way in the comic books, uh Iron Man is a bona fide member he's, of the Guardians he's, he's, of the Galaxy. He's taking some time out um, as part of the team, yeah. Thor's gonna be hanging out with uh, Groot and Rockets. Right. Uh, we definitely. Spider Man get, is going to be with. Spider Man uh, seems to be with Strange. Doctor Strange and and we're going to get a uh, 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 Cap and Cap Soldier and. It's Team know, Wakanda. Team Wakanda. And. <laughs> um, but of I course, mean, the the one that really sort of like and the reason I said I can't breathe is mm. the the last frame. Oh, jeez, of, of course, everyone in Chris brother. Evans just holding. The gauntlet, the, the, yeah, the, exactly. the, the two fingers, the, 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 the index so finger and the pinky. And there's so much speculation about what that is. Right. People are like, is Thanos playing with him? Does he actually have a... Mm. You know, because you know MCU Cap is insanely overpowered compared to regular, yeah. you know, 616 right. universe right. comic book Captain right. America. So people are like, is he really fighting the struggling? Or is Thanos just like... Yeah, I'm just having fun right now because I can just do like <laughs> this. Because uh, as we all know, as we all know, Josh Brolin as Thanos, uh, he's got the power glove, right? That's what that's what he does. He's got glove glove powers, right? Uh, Josh, 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 I don't I don't quite understand. Josh is just like, do you like shoot gloves? Is that what it is? Like like do they <laughs> come out Josh? It's my I I my Josh Brolin is it's a, as you would say it's a utility. It's a utility, Josh. Brolin. Uh, what if you were to channel Goonies? How would that sound? There's really nothing to tell. Fluff, fluff, <laughs> <laughs> Thanos. Um, now we 
because of some earlier production like videos that that people from outside have right. just managed to take. Um, uh, there's going to be some time travel involved, and you see photos of the behind-the-scenes stuff has been very, very um, begs a lot of questions. Mm. Because like you said, it's like, is there, you see, like you said, you see Captain America in previous outfits. Yep. We see Tony with the arc reactor yep. in his chest again. The time the time stone is part of the setup mm -hmm. for an Infinity Gauntlet. Yep. So um, I'm not going to, again, I will not be surprised if this movie and its follow-up film, because mm -hmm. we got to remember, this is really kind of almost a pair of films. Yeah. Um, dude, the, the Infinity Gauntlet is the greatest MacGuffin ever made. You just recreate the universe at, at a whim. Right. So like oh yeah retcon you know yeah right. people will die they'll come back they'll give some reason why some can't yeah exactly Captain Marvel comes 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 yeah, back yeah. I, here as I've said it before right. and I will say it again all right some have said that that scene of Captain America grabbing the gauntlet is mm. sort of like a homage to that scene which is in the Infinity mm. Gauntlet original comic book story where you know basically Cap faces off you know one on one against Thanos. Mm. and then Thanos basically like you know kills him with one swipe <laughs> now in that story. It's important to note as we watch that trailer, they seem to put a lot of there's there's a, a, a quite a bit of time that's dedicated to showing Thanos taking Gamora, one of his quote unquote daughters, right. right? In the original comic book, who ends up being a big part of defeating Thanos? And Morlock, and Nebula. Oh yeah, yeah, In yeah. The yeah, original yeah, right, story, right. it's Nebula. Rest mm -hmm. the gauntlet away from him. Which, by the way, do you think that... That's um, my question, is, is, right. will, is they are going to follow any of that? Mm -hmm. Because there's no reason why they... Ha they did two Guardians films right. where they felt the need to essentially spoon-feed to up, the audience. Right? Here are the characters mm -hmm. that are connected to Thanos. Here are the characters, what their motivations right. are against it. And you have a post-credit scene where, you know, you tease Adam Morlock. Right, exactly. And what are you going to do with that? Now... My big question not, here. I, not is, for this film. Not for, not, this, for this no, film. not for this film. I don't think so. Okay. So now. But for Guardians follow-up. Yes. Listen, all I want to see, or maybe not, is if Thanos is going to be uh, um, uh, wa like just paddied away by NYPD. <laughs> And, well, yes, and, of course. And he has the, and the, the someone, helicopter. Yes, of course. Thanos. And someone, yeah, someone has has put the Thanos copter into impact. <laughs> I assumed the NYPD. Yeah, again, my real... people forget about that. Like back in the seventies, there were like these the Thanos copter, the Thanos copter, and him being yes. like locked, away, being patted away by NYPD local local law enforcement. What do you think that that was booking was like on that day? That was just like, do you think? And here's the other question: Is all right now for all the Thanos fans out there are going to take this really seriously? All right. Now we know, yeah, Thanos could just destroy New York City. That's fine. But like, uh, in this scenario that you're describing, who is Thanos's like first call in the clink? <laughs> is it a lawyer? Is it Darkseid? <laughs> Yo, man, I don't want to. Yeah, I know. I know. It happened again, man. All so right. like, guys, all you have to do is just Google. <laughs> All you, cat was there. all you have to do is Google Thanos police yes. and go to the images and you get cops arrest Thanos, Thanos, uh, Thanos you know, with Spider-Man and, and Hellcat there. And there's a kid there and MJ's looking on like, here's a cube, cat. Catch. Thanks. <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, no, I don't believe we'll be seeing any of that in in either the in this movie or the, or the follow up. I don't, I do not believe so. Uh, what else uh, in the uh, in the uh, uh, the stories you want to cover? Deadpool two. Trailer. Oh yeah, the Deadpool two right. trailer dropped. Um, I told you this before that the first trailer mm -hmm. was funny, mm -hmm. but. I, I'm gonna go see it anyway, just because I want to go see a good sequel to a good movie. Right. But I, people, I honestly don't really give a crap about the mythology of Deadpool. So the idea the that way. this right. trailer would like, it doesn't get me excited because I don't really care about seeing Terry Crew or Domino. Zazzy Beats. As yeah, I don't. What's wrong with Terry Crews? No, no, Terry Crews. There's that nothing character. wrong with Terry Crews. There's nothing wrong. I should, ah! Honestly. You guys honestly should hold me down right now and rip out my tongue. I apologize, Mr. Cruz. <laughs> You're a national treasure. You're talking about Ted Cruz? You. No. He's, I will monkey he's, wrench you from here. He's <laughs> staring, as he's staring at you right now, there are these uh, these muscle, like musculatures of him. <laughs> They're just like punching you right now. Um, but uh, but, uh, but um, Linda, I, I feel the same. Like, yeah, I, the, you and I have no connection to Rob Liefeld's mythology no, of these characters, no, no. or what happened after but how they were developed. But they, they managed to turn out a very entertaining movie from the first movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. And we've enjoyed the, the social media um, and the push that Ryan Reynolds has been putting out. Um, now, the first Deadpool teaser that came out, we were like, eh. But then this one, I, I go, now I, want, now I feel like I want to see it. See, I... It Not that I didn't want to see it. Again, I want to see, see it, it right. anyway. It already has my money. I just, like... It didn't make me any more excited. It showed me what I thought I was going to see anyway. Right. I think that they're the sort of like in the fanboy world right now is that, okay, this trailer dropped and look at all the lifeisms that are in it. And I just kind of like, I don't really care. And again, that doesn't say that I'm not interested in the movie. I want to go see it. It has my money. As a trailer, it this just didn't do like now, it didn't blow my skirt. When it was announced that um, that for you, actress Zazie Beetz would be playing uh, Domino again, right. a character that I really don't have much of a connection to, yeah. uh, X Force, those characters, not much, mm. not much of a connection either. Um, I went to, I actually binged through Atlanta season one, and now it's on, in season two, and I go, okay, now I see things coming together. Uh, I do see her as a very charismatic um, uh, personality. Oh, I have up no doubt that again, Terry Crews and all the other people that are involved in this. I have no doubt that it's going to be an entertainment. Right. I'm just saying the trailer itself mm. was for me okay. It was right. fine. It right. just like didn't do it. Uh, what else we have? Uh, the Black Panther breaks one oh, million. Oh, right. <laughs> Jesus God! Which, I... by the way, as you mentioned before, uh, before uh, we 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 hit play on this, uh, was that it's been dethroned. Finally, after um, by nice. Pacific Rim Pacific two, Rim 2 right. and I and I personally, I think we'll see how long that's going to last because I have no love for Pacific Rim two. Do you think it could be one of those things where it could jockey back up to the top? Yeah, because uh, mm. let's see how long. It's only been less than a week, right? It's only several, a couple several days, right? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of what is coming out in the next few weeks that would be off the because, top of my head. ladies and gentlemen. Uh oh. He's doing something with his hands. Uh, here is why I have no love for Pacific Rim. Okay. How am I to accept Charlie Day as a, uh, a rocket science, <laughs> whatever, scientist whatever, or whatever right. the hell he is? Charlie Day. Do you know what the like, real hey, Charlie, uh, you know, uh, so let's go grab a beer. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we can have a few beers, you know. 
Dayman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um. Hey, Charlie! <laughs> let's go grab some beer. Let's go. Let's go to the bar and have some beers. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, here, uh, here's the thing. Here's the issue with Pacific Rim in a nutshell. Okay. Great production design, and unfortunately, I got to say, GDT just he whiffed on everything else. He whiffed on what it is he was trying to accomplish with the actors. He whiffed on it with the story. He whiffed on it with making them engaging characters. He whiffed on the tone. I, that's just, I know people love that movie and I'm not saying you're a bad person for liking that movie. I'm saying that for myself when you're important. Worse, worse. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> is when you have a movie where the DVD extras give you more insight into the characters than anything in the movie, something went wrong. I'm sorry, something went wrong. That material should have been in the film and informed those characters. But again, like I said, the problem also is the, is tone. Half it wants you to be a super archetypical like what it wants to be giant monster fighting robots type movie. So kind of seriously, they want you seriously involved in the mm -hmm. world. There's yeah. tons of world building, but then it wants to be Ghostbusters, and then it so wants to be like kind of a parody of films that are taking itself seriously. Like, mm -hmm. so it's all over the map. Right. So I'm, and, which isn't to say, Ed, can I honestly, I, I don't think that the this sequel looks horrible. No, I mean, if. It doesn't look as. Did I watch, The again, effects don't did, look as good as the first one, but. And we both, now I watched the first one. Yeah. You've watched the yeah. first one. Did I want, I mean, I. I don't really care about yeah. wanting to need a second one, but uh, I. Then again, I'm also giant someone monsters who. Fighting, I, know, though? I, know I know there are, there are plenty of kaiju fans out there, and, or mecha fans, um, or even fans of the Transformer franchise. Right? And they're not all. The, and they're not always the same thing. They're not always the same mecha, thing. Kaiju but, are not always the same. Um, but that's pretty much what we're getting in in uh, in Pacific Rim. Is it's kind of like it's Transformer. And I think. And, and I think that. But see, I think that was a reaction to because again, let's not pretend that Pacific Rim was this gigantic no. and had this giant cultural impact. No. People who like that film love it. Yeah. But the general most other people were There's, like, okay, right. it's okay, or didn't like it. And the only reason this is getting a sequel is because it made buku bucks. Yeah. In the Pacific Rim. Yeah. It made buku bucks in Asia, <laughs> and that's why we're getting a sequel. It's not that it was this embraced franchise here in, in... I know, man. These Asians. <laughs> um, now, one thing I, I did find out is that uh, John Boyega, who plays Idris Elvis' son right. yeah. in this movie, he's actually one of the executive producers. Uh, of oh, I thought I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, so... Uh, he's uh, well, getting up he's there. He's 20... He's getting up there. Late 20s, and he's already uh, starting, his own, uh, starting up his own production company. So good for him, and I'm a fan of, of John. By the way, Boyega. by the way, Boyega for the Panther sequel. Don't care what what part he's. Wakanda gonna, forever. I don't care what part he, you want to give him. I think he would kill it in a Panther. Well, listen, sequel. he said, and when when they when they approached him, he's already part about, of the family about moment. Pacific Rim two up um, dethroning Black Panther on in the box office. He says. Listen, uh, you know, he really, um, he's got tremendous respect for the, the director oh, and the cast have, members all, and, the, yeah, and sure. everyone who worked on uh, Black Panther. Um, but he, but this just makes him more happy. You're like, of you're course, like, you yeah, know, so, um, but yeah, Number, but John you know, Boyega is just one of those actors who we're going to continue to see. Who doesn't love John Boyega at yeah. this point? Yeah. 
I think there are plenty. I think are those who well, yeah, all the weirdos out there who can't get over the fact that it is the year two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, All right, so now we are into the uh, review portion of our show here, which anyone who clicked on our link knows that uh, this is our Jessica Jones season two spoiler discussion review show. Now that means that we are going to spoil the hell out of this. We're going to talk about the nuts and bolts of it uh, in its entirety. Nothing is going to get held back. So you are forewarned if you don't want to be spoiled and you haven't, you know, which I don't understand well, why you would click on a discussion of the show if you hadn't seen it already, but we Again, know how you are, uh... Internet. We know how you are, Internet. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jessica this... Jones, which, by the way, uh, on Netflix. Available um, on Netflix uh, from... Season two. This was this, the second season follow-up. Uh, now, this is post-Marvel Netflix's Defenders. Uh, and this is sort of... Uh, the follow-up to the second season, to the first season. Now, how did you feel about the first season of of JJ? Um, the first season of Jessica Jones, which uh, first off, I you know this is where where is Daredevil laid the groundwork for this universe, the TV Marvel universe here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Jones, I think, did a great job uh, first season uh, in building up of her character. Great performance by not only by Kristen Ritter, but also David um, by David Tennant, who doesn't love David Tennant. Um, and of course, you're, you have your background characters as well. Uh, it did a fabulous job. Great ending. And then the trailer hits. The trailer hits. Well, for the which, second season. For the, for the second season, uh, which we had already discussed, where it ends with the, you, you have the, the purple haze and the. Well, let me tell you, I had a whole, I had a whole, uh thing about that when we discussed it on the show and that did not end up the way I thought it was thankfully and yet at the same time well I don't I mean well again I I just want (laughs) to I want to get back to the the first season so um you enjoyed the first season you liked it I myself Mm. thought that it was just a hair's breadth under Daredevil season one season two uh, John, uh, if you can chime in, if you're not, uh, you know, uh, producing, tamping, tamping down the Death Star reactor over there. Uh, <laughs> but I know, I know that the there. What did what did you what did John what what did you think of Jessica Jones season one? Season one, yeah, I thought season one was great. Uh, you know, the mystery, the you know, just this badass girl who's taken you know life into her own hands i guess yada yada but then you then you then you find out that she's not under her own control all that rest of that stuff yes so this yes. guy kill grave is is taking control of her but life. you enjoyed it generally speaking yeah, you yeah. enjoyed the first season okay I so I, I now you you said that uh you felt that daredevil uh jessica jones the first season was just a hair's, hair's breadth beneath daredevil and, and, they're, I, and they're different types of they're shows very well. different they're but also I, different types i feel that there are um certain audiences who prefer one or the other like my wife for example um, she enjoyed the hell out. She enjoyed she Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones more than Daredevil. Way more than uh, Daredevil. And again, because they're, they're different types of shows, like mm-hmm. you said. And I totally understand a woman mm-hmm. coming to this property, watching it, and having it resonate a lot more than you know what Daredevil did, mm-hmm. uh, as good as Daredevil is. Uh, so yeah, I, I enjoyed the first season immensely. Adored it. Ritter, the rest of the cast, the setup. And we had there our, were some hiccups. We had our criticisms about it. For yeah. example, a lot of the, the gratuitous 
sex scenes that were involved. And, again, which, by the way, they make repeats, Yes, right? yes. Again, it's not... And that doesn't come from my end. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's from your end, but no. I'm saying for just giving my own personal. Right. From my end, it's not a... This isn't a prude thing. It was just kind of like... Okay, I guess you're showing us you're on <laughs> right, Marvel Netflix another, again. Yeah, exactly. We get long, it. All right, two minutes longer sex, than we Fine. Right. Um, you know, uh, so there was that, which was didn't wasn't really a detriment of the show, but it was this kind of like, we get it. You're the adult thing. Uh, and then um, there also was a, a similar question about pacing and the length because, yeah, sometimes it just took these sort of like. Strange You're talking turns. about the second season. No, first season. First, first season. season. Where it took some strange turns. Uh, characters that... I mean, I think everyone uniformly, even people who like that first season, don't like those two crazy twins, the, the male and female twins. Yeah, that live yeah, down, the, right. The, the, the street from them. And then there was the way I told you that... Um, Trinity herself is in this. Carrie uh, Ann Carrie Moss. As Jaron Hogarth, mm. uh, who in the first season has this whole storyline, her and her wife mm -hmm. and a domestic issue. And I remember like watching it and as much as I adored that first season, I kept going, where are they going with this? There was a lot of that yeah. in that first season where you're like, right. where are they going? Right. Now eventually the stuff with Jerry Hogarth and her wife, I think paid off and I think it paid off mm -hmm. really well. It, 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 the first season had that where I was like, where are we going? But it, it gelled eventually. Yeah, I mean... And it had a great ending, like you said. It, it was, was a you know, lot to set up uh, in that you wanted um, Jaron Hogarth to... Or you're, I get it. You're setting her up for the audience to have some sympathies with, with her as a tra a character. Again, we're, going, we're talking about character. the first season. Right? Uh, yeah, right. The first season. The first season. Right. I don't think that at all. She wasn't tragic at all in the first season. By the end of it, that that is. She wasn't tragic by the end of it either. Remember, she, 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 she's, she, they actually, and I'm going to get into this, mm, yeah. I'm going to talk about this for the second season. Um, again, regardless of that, I'm just saying that there were a lot of like, well, where, where is the story going? But eventually it worked. Mm. And then it ended, in my opinion, very strongly. And you had this, this world set up, Jessica, her supporting characters, mm -hmm. who, you know, I think, of course, the most important are. Trish, yeah, and then uh, Malcolm, or as you like to call him, the weekend. I call him the weekend. <laughs> the weekend who loves to, uh, who, who just takes care and paints, uh, paints the office at, uh, and at alias again, investigations. Yeah, and, and again, that was a, a continuation in the second season. But um, you know, and again, you know, the character interactions and their relationships. So I mean, like I was, I was totally sold for a uh, for a season two. Mm. Now you got around to it. Before I did, yeah, I I breezed through it. Um, I think I, I I binged through it. I binged through the entire uh, season, second season in in about two days. Um, and so this is gonna like, this is gonna show you the difference in what this review is gonna be. Ed binged it in two days. <laughs> I think I took about two weeks. And you know what? It's like I um, I don't think we arrived necessarily at different uh, at the uh, different conclusions of how we felt about the second season you mean you know, we enjoyed it but at the same time we were like yeah there were no, six no, no, episodes no, no wait 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 Ed. see we haven't talked since we finished it oh that is true There's, that is true he's taking no you don't put words in my mouth Ed. <laughs> i did not enjoy it i did i'm not over here I'm, I'm over here i'm over here that's okay i'm over here I'm, i can't i'm over here if we if we if we lock eyes we'll kiss <laughs> anyway um no, I, uh, 
Mustn't look at his eyes. So look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. Let me. So let me ask you, in a nutshell, you did. In, you ended up enjoying the show, but yeah. you understand if someone came away from it not liking it as much as you did. No, just about the same as the first one. Um, really? Okay. Well, let, let me just also um, add more to that. In that, what are some of the things that I wished that I that, that I missed, and I wished that they would have added to the second season? You don't see any other defender guys, um, the the defenders in in this. I understand you want to isolate the story, and you want to give more story background and provide more depth to the background characters with Jared Horgarth, with Patsy, with um, Patsy's mom, which by the way, yes. we were on the phone and I said, I was just flipping through um, All Wikipedia. through that first season, IMDb, I don't think it occurred to me. Miguel, you realize this is Rebecca De Mornay as the mother. You could have knocked me over with a feather and then, because I didn't, I didn't, Never occurred to me. Rebecca De Mornay. Now, once he said it, you see it. Yeah. Once you said it, it's like, that's Rebecca De Mornay, and you go like, oh, okay, All I right. guess it's because I haven't Risky seen her business. in such a long time. All right. Um, but once you once you said it, I was like, okay, pass. But again, all the relationships are so... Right. And so, like, yeah, I mean, there are certain things I would have wanted for them to focus more on and not so much on the background characters because we're six episodes in and the story is still not moving along. I mean, in terms of uh, Jessica's story. I mean, yes, you want to do, you know, they're, they're slowly building up to her origin story. Ah, I get it. This is her origin story. Um, but, okay, after it got where you said, interesting, you said six episodes, all right? Now, after that point, what what drew you into the story if you were drawn in? What what were the positives? What did you like? What did you not Very like? much to the positives. And this is where it sort of uh, does a jujitsu on me is... Did I really care for the mother in the beginning? I'm like, no, but she, whoever plays the mother and the performance that was involved in that drew me very heavily. She was very, uh, it was, it was uh, what came off as like, oh, so this is the story. This is her origin story. She, uh, her mom is also, her mother also has powers. Um, and then there's this sort of intrigued um, story of, Oh, you know, her family died except for the mother. Whatever gave her powers also gave her uh, gave her mother the same powers, uh, very similar powers of, as well, if not more enhanced powers. Well, it's, she, that she's, grabbed me. She's in. stronger. She's faster. Mm -hmm. Whatever. But and, and there's also but there's a downside because either through madness and, I, and either through brain traumatic brain injury from the car accident mm -hmm. or side effects from right. whatever the procedure was that right. saved her life. Mm -hmm. Uh, she now has uncontrollable Hulk-like rages. Yeah. She gets monomaniacal on some issue, mm. and she cannot control her, her anger, mm. and this is why she has been kept away from right. Jessica for all these years, 17 years. Mm -hmm. And now, because of Patsy, the doctor who had performed the procedures that saved both Jessica's life and Jessica's mm. mom's life, uh, there was some threatening of that in some way, and Jessica's mother leaves where she'd been staying for all right. these 17 years and performs a series of murders. Jessica becomes involved in, uh, in the investigation mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. it. Right. And that, you know, again, leads to it. Now, now the... So you, so you once the, 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 the story got rolling, you were a more, uh, more engaged. And so as that story played out over the next six episodes, six, seven episodes, 
Um, what did you again? What did you What did you like? What did you like? What did you dislike? Well, again, it's like the, the um, as the story moves along, what this series does well is that it takes a character and it 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 pretty much paints a picture, and then you see the surface and you go, okay. Clearly, this person's a, uh, a, a mad, evil-seeking, right. whatever what? you know. But it does, it does get, it complicates things, and it also delves into the the motive, um, the mother especially. She's more than what she seems to be, and that's what really grabbed me uh, ultimately. Is and yeah, you, you notice that I'm just there's a lot of talk about the mother, right? Yeah. Um, because we already know Jessica Jones. She wants to do the right thing, um, but she's also very apprehensive. Because of of her powers, um, she's a reluctant hero. Even with the, the 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 supers, the, the super slash boyfriend's son, it's like you know who treats her like, oh, I know you. You're that. You're you save people's lives. Building, right? You're yeah. yeah. You're the superhero. And she's just like, listen, kid. That's not what I that's, do. That's that's not what I do. You, you know, I, I just want to. I just want to work. Okay. I just want to do and my so job. And so you you again. So what? Again, that's what you liked. You're hmm. saying. What what didn't you like in the in that last stretch of the last six episodes, if there was anything? Because again, you're you're you are saying it's if you liked it as mm -hmm. much as you liked the first season is what mm -hmm. you're saying, right? And you liked the first season just about as much as Daredevil the same way I did, mm -hmm. right? right? Pretty much. Right. Okay, so that those uh, what did they do that you didn't particularly care for? In the series, in there, or that those last six episodes. See, I wish I had a something that I could just point out, and so that's the one thing. Um, but it's not so much the one thing, like the like you want to point out a, a, a one culprit. But in this case, it's not so much a culprit, but it's also it's just a, again. I don't necessarily need I, one. I know, thing. I know, I know, I understand. Anything. I understand. I'm just I'm just getting my <laughs> that. Um, um, the drinking. <laughs> it's character characterization really like it was a strong there the show was very strong with its characterization and it's also weaknesses too i guess so again is there what is it what is the weakness in terms of characterization that you think? um motives with let's say patsy you know um where constantly it's like i want to be just like my sister slash best friend Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take this inhaler and fight and go out and fight evil and also balance the, the fact that I'm a celebrity. Right. Right. You know, so there's that. There's, there, you know, I'm like, it's it, it's something that we can, we can, on one hand, we can all identify. But at the same time, it's a really, you know, it's just, you know, you, you're you have a life. You have your beautiful. Snap out of it. Snap out. You have a life. You're a beautiful woman. Okay. You are in a you're in a relationship. You're in a healthy relationship, um, and uh, but yet you want to go out and fight yeah. If crime. anything, there was just a lot of. If that. anything, Jessica Jones is the superhero show with the most amount of damaged people, and yeah. damaged in a way that is real. Mm -hmm. Like 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 powers or not, whatever. It, it's like nah. Yeah, I get it. This is. This is what this is what people are. We're we're complicated, squirrely, bat s crazy creatures. Um, that and there's always that's always sort of painted, um, illustrated by. She walks into the office. Yeah, What's the first thing she, that she gotta, does? I got to I got to I got to booze up. I got to booze up. Um. So and did you like the way the the season ended? 
and the endpoint where it was. Um, because the characters are, you know, it doesn't end in a status quo kind of way. No, no, no. Although no, I would argue no. that I will argue that it does, but it, on the surface it doesn't. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, okay, all right. So, so uh, you, so you, you like where it left off? I liked where it left off. Um, Obviously, the, because the, seeds, the breadcrumbs it's left for future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, with the the way the mother dies on the Ferris wheel, mm -hmm. that's just that one point where it's like, okay, it's, there's no. That really complicates things. <laughs> it complicates things because, uh, on the one hand, the public it's it's got that very Batman esque. Uh, I'm sorry, Dark Knight esque ending where it's like no uh, the public needs i'll take the blame yeah 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 there's that but uh but it only makes it more complicated for jessica and more damaging meanwhile i'm like where's my where's where's my redemption for defenders that's what i throughout most of watching this mm -hmm. i go this is a post defender defender is right. like right. serious where's the defending Where's okay. the superheroics in this? That's, that's and there was there was some. You see the scene where the um, they're driving they're driving along in the Winnebago, and I kept saying, "Wait for the Winnebago scene! Right, Wait right, for the right, Winnebago right, scene!" Right. right. So a lot, a lot of shades of shades of Logan. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Jonathan wants to say something. I'm just so glad that uh, Iron Fist wasn't on. <laughs> <laughs> see, yeah, John is the opposite. John is all like, "I'm happy there were no Defenders showed up, man. We wasted no Iron Fist on me." Waste and Iron Fist. Iron Fist was a waste. Iron Fist was a waste. Yes, <laughs> but um, but uh, one more thing is like again, it's like uh, all you're gonna give me is Foggy Nelson. Okay, and that's right. it. And I, I like, get all right. That to me, that I, was a big I deal. For never, me. I will never understand the absolute need. Yes, I'm not saying that there weren't parts of me that go like, oh well, you know, if they included so and so, this would clear up an issue for her. But that's not no. That's but... not a, that's not a big deal for me. Now for myself, okay. <sighs> Like I said, I enjoyed season one of Jessica Jones immensely. Uh, Ritter is incredibly strong uh, in the part. Uh, I like the aesthetic. I like the vibe. I like that it was. It is different. It's because it's very grounded and down to earth, especially with the, in terms of writing, characterization, and interactions. Now you'd be surprised that there are a lot of people online that don't like that first season. Believe it or not, no, I, that have a lot I, of like. I believe you know, it. I believe it. So, like, I came from this not from that side. I loved the first season, and I could not wait to get to the second season. I even said, as much as I disliked Defenders, the character interactions, and just getting to be with those characters again was enjoyable. On that level, it was enjoyable. Mm. So, in the same way, getting into Jessica Jones here, I thought, okay, it's going to be the same thing. I really feel that this was a very lackluster season for me, Ed. Okay. Um, as you mentioned, as we talked about, it was first off getting back into the groove with Jessica Jones seemed to take half the season. Yeah, I don't know whether uh, um, it has to do with certain characters and things that I thought were just completely superfluous and didn't need to be there at all. If it had to do with that, it was just too front loaded with the mystery of who this woman was and what was happening and. Who was doing the killing and then finding out six episodes into that, that, oh, it's Jessica's mother and, oh, here's the rest of it. I don't know if it's the fact that it essentially had one big info dump episode rather than spreading those revelations and things about people's 
histories and and characterizations and what made them what they are throughout the season rather than just like here's one episode boom swallow this pill because it's going to inform everything else uh i just feel that the biggest sin was those first six episodes meandering as long as they did in my opinion and then once the revelation happens it is inherently more interesting already than those first six episodes. But even then, it was kind of like, I don't know where you're quite going with this story. I don't know. What was worse is it was already meandering for six episodes with the meat of the story. Jessica, with this investigation that she's going on. But then, Ed, then you started going like, okay, we have this concurrent story with Jerry, Jerry Hogarth, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Which is effective. And I love that material. I loved all the actors who were taking part in it. She's, Carrie Ann Moss is just, she kills it in this part. And it's a great arc. However, much like the first season arc with Jerry, it kind of was like, where is this going? Okay, Jerry is sick. Mm -hmm. Jerry wants to one-up the other members of her law firm. Mm -hmm. Jerry is shaken to the core because she's facing more mortality right. and maybe she wants to change. And they really beat you over the head by... Then we have the drug orgy. The, yeah, drug, which, the drug lesbian and orgy. And let me right. get to this, that, 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 why that's, why this, nothing of this, I think, gelled the way it should have. When you said, oh, the drug orgy, you know, lesbian drug orgy, okay, fine, whatever, Netflix. Here's the issue. I was watching that and I think I texted you, I said, I just watched a lesbian drug orgy. <laughs> on the on the on the on on Jessica Jones, and I am bored out of my mind. Ed, it was so dull and boring, and so stretched out those first six episodes. When she has that orgy, I forgot why. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was this sort of thing where I'm watching and I'm going like, okay, here's another sex scene. Blah, 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 okay, and it was it's and it's a, not a short sequence. It's a pretty long sequence. Yeah. And it's not even my uncomfortability with it. It didn't even get it about sex. As I said, it's not prudery. It's not, oh, Jerry Hogarth's a lesbian character. It's nothing to do with that. It was, I'm watching it, and I'm going like, wow, this is going on for a while. Why? This isn't furthering the plot. And then I remembered, oh, right. She's having a going out of business, you know, party. That's what this is. <laughs> she's depressed. This is how she's coping with the news that yeah, she's dying. Yeah, and, and it's also the... the <laughs> yeah, but the that's name. a problem! That's a problem! Don't forget about this. the baller part, though, after. Get your stuff and get out of here. <laughs> get the hell out of here. And then you can even take the flip side to that, which is they, they, they felt the need to really humanize with her, humanize her right. with the nurse, right? It's yes, like, oh, and that's good I stuff. I found love. That is great this. stuff because her character is a character we know how what of a hard mm. ass she is. We know that she's a morally gray character. Right. So these sort of things where Jerry's coming to terms with her morality and then maybe opening her heart and blah blah blah. And then eventually, of course, again, spoilers, that's that arc comes to its fruition where we eventually essentially is no, she gets taken advantage of. Someone people say that, oh, they can heal her because she's been diagnosed with a terminal illness, and no, it doesn't turn out that way. And Oh, she feels sorry for herself. Oh, yeah. So she ma manipulates her to shoot her boyfriend. Yeah, and here's the thing. <laughs> my, my, Carrie Ann Moss is great. That story was good. The way it was handled, there was a lot of subtlety. I liked a lot of part of it. At the end of the this series, this season, she hasn't really changed. She went through no, all of that. Right. And she didn't, because that was the thing. I was going like, oh, the gun came out. And when, mm. once the second the gun came out, I was like, 
and Turk, by the way, that was great. Bringing Turk in, bringing Turk in as going like, you know, it's like, oh man. So again, it's just, it just like, it's, it's clear. I love that, you know, again, these characters I like. So the, the gun comes out, I'm going like, okay, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna do like, you know, Chekhov's gun literally. Does Jerry go in there? Is Jerry gonna kill them? Is Jerry gonna do this? And she does a lawyer move on her. And that totally fell flat for me completely. Mm. I did. It felt so rushed. The manipulation. I found you. All right. That and you're like, you're and yeah, yeah. he's this and he's that. It's like, he would never, and oh, I'm going to go in there. And it's like, it felt rush of, and I don't know what the effect was on the character. Cause it was, when it was mysterious, when we didn't know what she was going to do, that was something else. Cause it was like, is she going to kill her? Right. Is she going to explain why she's not going to kill mm -hmm. her? Is she going to, and at the end, she didn't receive, she's the same morally gray character from the beginning because what she does to the to that couple that swindled her, yeah, isn't necessarily like as an audience member. I'm not. Oh, Jerry's gone down a dark path here. It's not. She was already a morally great character, right? And on top of that, I don't feel it was like some great sin on my part. I'm watching it. I'm going like, yeah, you're right. It's it's effed up the way she's manipulated this woman who wronged her, and that's the key. Mm. I don't have any sympathy for that situation being bad. Now, because they see, had wrong, they had taken advantage of a terminally ill woman. You see so what's going on here. I felt here. it was like just rewards. You, so know? you see what's going on here. It's like this is great. These are great side stories. But where's Jessica and all? Of this? Right. Well, that's right? again. That's so, the, here's the here's my problem. Okay. Issue one is the one really interesting and meaty side story. In the end, doesn't really have any much impact yeah, on the one character right. that it's surrounding. And doesn't really tie in directly. It's an offshoot mm -hmm. of the main right. story. Hogarth, Netflix announces <laughs> Hogarth, Hogarth season one. Hogarth season one. But I think, you know, that's what I'm saying is it wasn't, whereas in the season one, her story eventually linked up directly to Jessica's story mm. with Kilgrave. Here it was, this was an outgrowth of what Jessica was working on that kind of sort of connected back, but then it wasn't directly right. enough for anything. Because, you know, again, this whole, you know, IGH situation story that they were investigating, uh, well, now I assume the one solid lead they had, that nurse, is either in jail or on the run. Right. So it's right. like, it doesn't even matter on that level. So Or, even, the, or even like, uh, like I want to take this one um, the one character. Um, Carl the, Malice. The sign, yeah, Carl Malice, right. So um, played by Count Keith Rene, which, by the way, I go, is that Michael Bean? <laughs> It's not quite Michael Bean. It's not quite Michael Bean. It's not quite, could, could be. Okay, but what about but, the character? But yeah. like, you know, like, like they, it's, they almost, what they did with Hogarth, they almost did with his character. What do you mean? And like, uh, you know, they, they, I felt like they, they felt the need, they wanted to give his whole life story and why he was doing the things that he wanted to do. I think that, but, I think um, that they, they revealed his, yeah, his character his motives, through, through, right. through actions, yeah. through why he was doing and everything else. And, um. Again, getting like, back yeah. to get, getting back because to, yeah. because he was pretty much the I guess a villain a, a villain of sorts. And, and that I give that credit to the season for that is that there's a lot of nuance. Again, the writing it's not that the I'm not saying anything is horrible or wrong or that y'all again even with that whole uh, I'm manipulating you to kill. Uh, nothing was terribly written for me except perhaps, and I say perhaps the Trish drug addiction stuff. 
And again, <laughs> this goes to pacing and issues of stuff, okay? Yeah, I it remember got, you go. It was you, you a go, little after school There's special. absolutely no way that I'm I'm convinced that uh, that the these two girls, Kristen Ritter and whoever, uh, I forget what's the name, who played Patsy, are teenagers. Oh, yeah, well, well no, 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 no. We'll get, I'll get into that, I'll get into that. But no, I'm, I mean more in the sense of like, just the story, it was very, it's very after school special. And it didn't have a lot of texture to it until that information dump episode. Okay. Until the flashback episode, which again, I didn't buy Ritter and that actress as, as like, you know, college, I've got a study. college freshmen. Yeah, I, I've got like, a study. Yeah, uh, but it's like you can't be doing this to your to, to yourself. <laughs> okay, but like, why are you such a prude? Okay, but like, uh, that once we got the background and we fleshed out Patsy's and Jessica's relationship, mm -hmm. which was a little mysterious in the first season, other than. Oh, I got oh, adopted yeah, yeah, and everything right, else. Right, right. Here they put a lot of meat on their bones. That's yeah. why I'm saying there's a lot of good stuff in this season. Yeah. There's a lot of, but six episodes of this weird buildup to it and then an information dump episode that gives us the backstory, which is all great stuff mm -hmm. and makes sense. Patsy's relationship, the whole weird... <sighs> I feel how, like... how did you feel about uh, uh, Weekend Malcolm? I, again, his... I thought that, that his, his development was really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the whole idea that they basically had of him um, where it was, again, they made him a layered character. He's not, no character in Jessica Jones' two seasons are fully saints or fully mm, sinners. Right. And he's no different. Mm -hmm. Now, you could you could have done something where Malcolm is just a saint. Oh, he was picked on by Kilgrave. He's a former drug addict. You right, know, this right. sort of, they didn't do that. No. They went under the hood mm -hmm. and they said, this is why Malcolm is the way he is. Why does he always, you know, stick his nose into Jessica's problems? Because he's running from his own problems. Right. He is, you know, he's like, I'm an addict. I got to keep busy. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was that other part where it was like, people laid bare to Malcolm. They're like, you are you really a good guy that you pretend to be? Or again, is it just you are using this as a crutch for your own purposes to keep again? And they get into that. Right. And you know it, the show starts out with him like, well, I can't do this. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do certain things mm -hmm. as a private investigator. Right. And at the end, at the we're end, left end. wondering because right. he's there with Jerry, yeah. who's again a great character. Is he going down the path towards that sort of like mm -hmm. grayness? Uh, with the Trish stuff, again, I, again, this is where pacing might have been. It just felt like those six episodes were just spinning your wheels. You didn't know where it was going. So that suddenly Trish is like, I want to get high and I want to fight crime with my bare hands and I'm going to do this. I almost feel like there's... Trish's stuff was the weakest portion for me. I almost feel like there's some meta trolling on the part of the, the, the showrunners, right? Mm -hmm. Because when, it, when season two drops, already there's news like, oh, there's some, uh, again, spoilers. Yeah. Passy's going to get power. Passy's going to be, we're finally going to get Hellcats. You know, for those of you who don't know, Hellcat is um, a classic Patsy Walker's Avenger, character from the comics. Avengers character. Actually, well, the background is actually, she started out as a one of these soap opera characters. Yep. These, like, you know, that Marvel always had the right to from the from the 40s, I think. And then the 60s or the 70s come around, and they're like, well, we still have the rights to the character. Let's do something different with her. And they turned her from basically like a model-like mm. character right. to... Oh, she's a superhero too. <laughs> and then some other weirdness family gets killed or whatever. And they kind of mirror that here with Patsy. It's like instead of making her like 
a model, they're like, oh, Patsy was a child star. Yeah, right. Uh, something something along the lines, like, it seems that Patsy is one of those, like... Britney uh, Spears slash, yeah, right. Mickey Mouse Club of the yeah, 90s yeah, yeah, right, kind yeah. of, like, refugees. Yep. Which is, again, her whole song mm -hmm. and everything else. Again, I just felt that... And we may just very... We may very well just get that scene where uh, Thanos is being... Cuffed you know, away, called, called away, away, and Hellcat and, and Spidey. Hellcat and Spidey are just like you know. <laughs> Tom Holland like, there, and like, what, what was that all about? <laughs> uh, but like again, that I felt that those first six episodes spinning their wheels so much, the sort of odd way that we got the info dump of the relationship, which again, the relationship stuff, mm. I now have a much better understanding of Patsy and Jessica's relationship. It, just that there was, I feel that they could have done two things. Either cut down the number of episodes and sped this story up, in which case don't that get me was started probably... on the on the ro the romance between Patsy and Malcolm, which I felt was completely again goes into that. Okay, we gotta have <laughs> sex, I guess. I, for me, see, I'm of the opposite minds from you because we had this discussion when we were talking about it uh, originally. Was I said I did not need hot. Latin single dad and his cutesy kid. I didn't. I don't think they added anything to the show. You were like, oh, he keeps her tethered. And I, I have, was like, I have more layers. I mean, I'm an artist, ultimately. I'm an artist. You know, hey, Abuela, let's have some dinner. Let's have some chorizos here. Chorizos. Again, it just felt like I would have preferred maybe a more organic buildup to Trisha's fall to the dark side or more each episode in those first six episodes of the backstory of Jessica and Trish and the mother and all that mm. to, to like, you know, I'm going to become really, really useful because uh, I'm going to, for a second there, I'm going to go make some identifications, but uh, mostly it's just going to be that uh, I'm some sort of love interest. It was just, it felt <laughs> really superfluous. He was the, he was essentially, in my opinion, the equivalent to, Single mom living on, you know, who lives yeah, in the same building right, as the right. hero, uh, with a lot of decolletage showing all the time. I mean, come on, I mean, come on. They, I, I told you, I, I, I'm on superhero hype. I typed this out because um, I was watching it late, and I was like, two, uh, two characters just made love, covered in paint on a canvas, and I'm completely bored. Oh. And that was the thing, the pacing and everything. A lot of it bored. There wasn't a lot of action, and again. It's not necessarily, I'm not saying that what I wanted from Jessica Jones is what it should have been, because this is already a different show. It's mm. supposed to be more psychological. It's supposed to be more character-based. And the character stuff was mostly well done. I just think as a whole, again, this, here's the solution, Ed. Here's the solution. Right. Okay. Like I said, you either cut out some large section like, like the father and bring the number of episodes down, or... They needed to. They need to master the art of the standalone episode. Yeah, because this is. I think this is a not just about Jessica Jones. This is wider about these Marvel Netflix shows or any Netflix mm -hmm. show that okay, you've got 12, 13 episodes, right? Right. Unless you're doing an anthology like Black Mirror, where each episode is starting over mm -hmm. again, right? Thirteen episodes in a row to concentrate on one storyline is a lot. Things are going to drag. Especially, you always say, well, it's a binging, right? Oh, shouldn't it be easier because it's bingeable? Yeah, it's been, when this is why I went through. And that's why I think that's the problem, because right. it's bingeable. Mm -hmm. 
I think that six hours, like I said, six hours before your the meat of your story mm. starts kicking in. Right. Six hours is a long time, Ed. It, it is. It's and, a long time. And then and again, like I'm watching this on my laptop, on my laptop, which by the way, you know, uh, as as a home father, I'm doing chores, right. and I can eat, I can look right. away, pause it, whatever. I, or not even pause it, yeah, right? Yeah. I can have it in the background and still get the story, right? right? Um, let me get into uh, David Tennant. Which what, I... How did you feel? What Was he used well? How did you, you feel? You remember? I don't know if you remember. I remember. I was really angry because I was like, the trailer drops and they have that blue lighting and it's, you're all obviously David Tennant's back, yeah. right? And I'm like, why show? You don't have to show me that. I'm already in... Right. If he shows or up, keep him dead. That was, that was or keep him dead. Right. And that was the other part. It was like, I don't want to bring him back. But if you are going to bring him back, don't show me. That actually, I liked what they did. Mm -hmm. um, that she, that he was, that it was still something he that was she the struggled. Dark side lingering of her personality, in, right, right, right. In some, on some level. Mm -hmm. And when she thinks of herself as broken, mm -hmm. when she thinks of herself as morally corrupted in some way. That's he's that side of her, right. loathing, but also something that, that she was constantly that a, struggling. A, a, could send her mm. into a death spot right. at any moment as well. Right. You know what I mean? Um, because the whole scene ends with her saying, "I win. I win. I'm stronger than I'm you. stronger than I you. I'm stronger than." And that was that was that was such that a, was good stuff. Here's again, my problem is that everything that surrounded it was kind of like yeah. And then even what brought it brings it on feels not used in the best way because like oh she tries to investigate this crappy guard her mm -hmm. mother has and accidentally kills him okay and then for like an episode she's like i'm not a killer i'm not a killer i'm not a killer, yeah, not a right. killer. and then we kind of forget about that for the rest of the show <laughs> that is that is a lot of the issue and again i think that the solution would have been either bring that bring this show run down to eight you could have done the story that they did in mm -hmm. eight episodes and not have been any worse where for cutting a little here and there. Or if you're going to keep it for 13 episodes, then how about this? How about have an episode that's a breather from the big arc? 13 episodes, but give me four standalones. A story that isn't just here's the, here's, here's the, here's the character progression. Here's the plot progression. It's like the X-Files. You always need, yeah, you need some sort of breather and allows the creators to do something different too. Mm -hmm. And it's a palate cleanser. It, even if it's just, here's a funny episode, here's an episode of a chase, here's an episode of, and you could have still pushed the arc forward right. by having different things. Like I said, if let's say you cut out Lothario dad, right? Right. Oh yeah, well how are we gonna, how's she gonna get the, the, the badges and stuff she needs and identification for later on, because he's a master forger. Well you could have, built something in those standalones that would have had a connection for that. I, I, it makes me wonder um, when Netflix uh, makes these deals with the studios, right? Um, they go, here, here's here's your bag of money. You give us 12 sure episodes. That's exactly how it is, but yeah, right? But I mean, it, yeah, yeah. essentially I know, it's like that, right? So um, again, this is the whole, uh, my, if I can, if you indulge me, the Netflix problem that it's like, uh, okay, now studios have to uh, have the pressure to come up with 12 episodes right? or 13 episodes or whatever. Um, or maybe it's just this particular deal. I mean, like right. you said, Black Mirror, which is also on Netflix. Yeah, but again, there's a difference right. because again, if they're in an, it's an anthology mm -hmm. and you start, a, here it's 13 episodes 
and it's just it gets a, it gets sloppy. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened with I would I think it happened with uh, Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. I think it happened with Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Unless you are dealing with a story that is moving and chugging along the way Daredevil season one and season two or did, or Punisher, or Punisher, even you know, there you then that's fine. Here with some of these less these the other the other half, no, you can't. Either cut that down or give me a palate cleanser. Give me a yeah, right, right, right. You know, for the next part of the story, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, at I asked you about. I said, you know, what would you feel about the the show, the way the season ended, and where it's going forward? I again, like I said, I had some issues with the way it ended because I love the development for Malcolm, but again, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what any of that signifies. Uh Jerry's arc. Mm-hmm. I love the acting. I loved some of the performances. I love the interactions. I don't think she moved. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be further. A, she wasn't. Gonna... I didn't. I didn't learn anything that much more new about her. Okay, she has a terminal illness and she cracks. Who wouldn't? Mm, right. Nothing new was born of that brokenness. See, she I, just went back to being who she was. Yeah, I thought they were going to go with uh, she's going to actually become a good person. Right, I and and doesn't gonna... and that doesn't necessarily have to be even a positive thing. It could have been she becomes a good. Oh, I, no, I, but I, that's what I thought they were going with. Right, for a second, for like an episode or two, she's like really nice and like. And maybe show that that's a problem because there was that kind of been could have been what that story was. Right. The idea was Jerry never lets her inner self out. She's always this facade mm-hmm. that's tough as nails. She learns that she's dying. That all collapses, and because she's vulnerable for the first time in her life. She gets taken advantage of. And, okay, lesson learned, I will never, even though I'm dying, I will never be vulnerable again. I mean, I appreciate but the fact... But other than that, it didn't I, do anything I appreciate with her, the you know? fact that they're, like, at this point, Jerry Hogarth has been set up as, she's the Defender lawyer, right? She's right, yes. she's Rand's lawyer. She's Danny Rand's lawyer. Right. Um, she's got uh, Malcolm in her payroll. Okay, so that's a setup right there. It's like... Uh, yes. So that's for the next Jessica season. Jessica Jones next season. So it's Malcolm like, versus Jessica well, Jones. Well, it'll be the, temp- the last temptation of Malcolm. Right. It'll be a lot of like, what will you do? What, what you know, this person, what do you meant? Because everyone's relationships, except for Lothario, Latin forger, dad <laughs> artist, who lives in is the super of the building that Jessica lives at. Uh, which you know what? I shouldn't harp on that too much. Which you already have. No, 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 no. And I'll say why. It, because I said it's the equivalent of the hot single mom that also happens to live in the building as the hero or the detective. Right. So if it's good for the goose, good for the gander, I guess. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm okay. oh, sorry. But okay, so most of the relationships are in tatters. Like I said, yeah. Malcolm's in that way. We don't quite know what Jerry and Jessica's relationship mm-hmm. is. And then the biggest one is, of course, the way it ended with, with uh, Trish. Trish and Jessica, Trisha and her mother. Right. And I'm not saying that wasn't very interesting and it wasn't cool. And I just felt like to get to where they got was a slog and was not as entertaining. And man, when it did things that like you you mentioned the Ferris wheel scene. Yeah. Okay, so Jessica takes her mother, um, is trying to get out of the country, and during this being on the lamb, at one point they get to the amusement park that she used to go with the family, you know, for summers or whatever. And they go to the Ferris wheel. And there was a lot of great interaction between Ritter and the actors who played her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, some good, just general, like, laying things out. I-, I like the discussion they have in the Winnebago where she says, we can't be around normal people. 
because the truth is we only do two things to you. We antagonize them because they know they can never be like us. Yeah. By our mere existence. Not we do we don't have to do right. anything to them. Or they idolize us and they put us up on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of what was going on on the in the show. You know, we have that with Vito, with you know, with with the with the with the son. Mm-hmm. Oh, lady, you know, you're the superhero. And we have that with that's obviously Patsy's big thing. Oh yeah, is that she wants right. to you know she wants to make a difference and be powerful and you know really be doing something. Uh, so all that stuff, the interaction was really good. But then, when she dies, it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> And it felt really like they only did this because they want to have a big conflict between Jessica and Trish. Right. Because, like, I'm even going, like, how did Trish get there in the amount of time? She but was in the hospital. I could you barely You have to work. admit, though, that's a logical step for if you want to develop um, Trish's character or the, 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 the characterization between um, uh, Jessica and Trish, right? right? Yeah. So, you know, best of friends, sisters, See, raised I like sisters, of, and then you just want right, to cleave them apart. Right, exactly. Right. It's natural drama. I, right. I understand that. I kind of feel that, though, I kind of feel that that is something they should have kept for season three. I think that rather I, this is, that they could have done with another season of them show the fraying and whatever problems might be occurring in the relationship, but don't leave the real breach for this season. I would have done it in this in a second season in some way. Because this Ed, is, the this issue, is a gigantic breach, Ed. I don't it's one of those things where you go like, how does Jessica ever well, you brought up something interesting, which is that um season three. Now I don't again I don't know how these deals are made. Uh as soon as it finished, I immediately went and looked up Jessica Jones season three. There's no news of of any renewal whatsoever, and I, I you know I, I should have expected that because everything well, was hit. It, was it a case right where it was already renewed for for like several for seasons? Was it for seasons? I don't. Recall. I don't know. I don't. I don't, know. I don't, I don't recall. recall but, but um uh yeah, I mean like. But like it's I, it's soap opera at its you know for guys like you very, and me it's soap opera yeah it's right soap opera. and and you go okay it's is this, where's this gonna go you know because if they decided we're not gonna renew or whatever. You're left hanging with all We're these left, threats. Right, you know. And, and um, you know, what you just said about the, um, the threads. It, the, as much as I bitched and moaned through this review about the season, it also left me in sort of a similar place to where I was with Defenders, where again, mm-hmm. I didn't like, I didn't care for where Defenders ended up and what it did. Well, that's... However, <laughs> the end of Defenders was, I'm still invested in these characters mm-hmm. and I still want to see yeah. where the stories go. right. At the end of this Jessica Jones season, as much as I felt it was a slog, I didn't think it was as strong. I don't think its pacing or plot was I, a lot of issues. I think I still want to see where it goes. I I still want to see where I completely. I we're already know, we're I want already to know invested. if Malcolm and, and Jessica get. We're back very in much friends in the, invested in these characters. The yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, but again, like there are a lot of things. This is the Marvel Marvel universe, right? I don't know where the delineation... I, I don't understand the delineation between this and the cinematic universe. One of the things I said... That's a whole other this, conversation. I know, there's a whole other conversation. But I did say at some point, I go... I went, are they going to... You know, during a flashback scene, is there going to be a Battle of New York? Are they going to... Are they going to I don't, tell the story I, in the backdrop I, of the Battle I, of New York? I don't York? get this, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't. I don't get it, Ed. You're, you're one of those guys that are also online that say the same thing. Because you're not alone. There are a lot of people who are Why? like, where are the crossovers? Where are this? And 
I because don't care. It's, a, I honestly, it's, a uni, it's a unified it I know, be a unified but it's universe. unified enough with what they've done. I don't need to be have. I don't the, need the, to have the a holy grail of the, the holy grail of this. The outcome that you, that someone like me what really wants to see is a Spider-Man Daredevil team up. You know, I mean, and I, again, like you said, I'm not the only one, and I'm not the only one. Um, now, what what do we? What I feel like we're gonna get in the future? We're definitely um, a Luke Cage, a sequel that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, we know they're they're everything's and everything. Then, I think except defenders. And they better do. Luke Cage and Luke and, and Iron Fist, and, yeah, and Iron Fist. Hey, well, as we said, we don't know what the future holds with the Netflix, with the deal yeah, is. yeah, yeah. It, would that be on the Marvel str- right. only streaming uh, situation or not? I don't. Will I we don't ever know. get to see uh, you know Bernthal um, interact? Now that's something that would be great, like a, a, a Bernthal you... interacting with Avengers. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't whatever the case, you're getting. You know, you're, now you're getting. There's a lot you can I do. Want to say, I, don't, I do. I would. If if you could if there if God if only if you were to if we were to find out tomorrow that they're like yo guess what Spider Man third Spider Man film is uh, you know that we're co doing with Sony is gonna have Bernthal it's gonna have Charlie Cox it's gonna have D'Onofrio sign me up I would sign me up I, I would I would I would kill. Right for for a Spider-Man movie that had though all those and characters. Brian Cranston as Craven the Hunter. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I'm just throwing it out. There. You're just throwing out there. You're just throwing out there. I, I understand. That's not good. I'm Craven. I'm Craven the Hunter. <laughs> He'll always be Goldar. Ed. He'll always be Goldar. Hello, Rangers. <laughs> I'm Goldar. Uh, so I think that that wraps up everything for Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um like I said, it's just, you know, I want to see where the new character, where they go with the characters. I'm just like, don't do it in eight next time. <laughs> if you can't do it in eight, at least don't bore me for six Well, you know, we're already... straight. And again, it's... it wasn't horrible in the sense of that things were terribly written or the acting was wrong. No. I don't mean that at all. Ritter is still very, very strong. All of these characters and the actors and their parts are all strong. Even in terms of writing and dialogue, I can't say that that was bad. I think that there were just larger issues of the mechanics and structure of the season. That's my that's my whole thing. Well, well, we're definitely going to see Hellcat. I, you know, yeah. I don't know if she'll have a, I don't know if she'll have a costume. Uh, no, they're still sort of. They couldn't. They couldn't put Simpson kind of make with his face, make, right. his face makeup on or anything. They'll so. make it contemporary. They'll contemporary. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I just again. I just like. But she was the one. Speed it up next time. But Marvel. she was the Speed one. Speed it up and next time. And we kind time. of, we kind of, they, they sort of hinted at this from the first season when they were going through the wardrobe and the costumes um, for Jessica. Well, she showed the and jewel. They showed the jewel the, the, outfit. They showed the jewel outfit. Yes, it's like, exactly. I kind of like that. Like, no. So you think that that's their 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 lampshading that. If she were going to do what Jessica does, yeah, she's wear a costume. I'm pretty certain she'll get a costume, but you know. But anyways, so um, I think that that wraps up this episode of the show. Uh, this is a this is brand new. Uh, yes, this is brave us. new world for us. We've brave never we've never done this uh, before, and but uh, thank you for sticking we'll, around. Thank you for sticking around. Enjoy, like us. Uh, we're gonna try and put up some other uh, uh, YouTube content. In the near future, uh, either uh, both post episodes, 
some songs and other production things that we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like and subscribe. Yes, our I always get talk on, this get much on during our, our shows. <laughs> get on our internets. Uh, so to wrap it all up completely here, uh, from the beautiful facilities of Pancake Studios, provided by one Jonathan Vergara, producer with the most genius. Uh, until the next time out there in the fanboy universe, I'm Miguel Alejandro Valen. And I'm Edward Ng. And until next time, to be, be continued. continued. Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.